Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Well, welcome back to Her Daily Drive, everyone. Today we're speaking with Jodie. Jodie is a theologically trained midwife from the beautiful Blue Mountains, very cold up there, different to where I live. (laughs) Together with her husband, Tim, they are in church ministry and parents of three lively children. Jodie is also the author of a new book called Bringing Forth Life, God's Purposes in Pregnancy and Birth. Such an important book, especially for young mothers transitioning into that season of motherhood. So Jodie, thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Jodie, what are three go-to essentials that you've been loving lately before we get into this conversation about motherhood and transitioning and bringing forth life? Yeah, well, as you mentioned, where I live, it is freezing, literally. Uh, So at the moment, my electric blanket is my best friend. It makes getting into bed a pleasant experience. I've got into swimming lately, like swimming laps for exercise, which I've been really enjoying as a kind of relaxing kind of exercise and without all the sweatiness that goes along with other things. I love going to a cafe and having a hot drink with my husband or kids or some friends. That's another thing that I really enjoy at the moment. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey so far? Yeah, so I grew up in Sydney uh, with my parents and my younger brother and sister. And interestingly, actually, I was there for the birth of my younger brother and sister in the birth centre. So that kind of becomes significant further on in my story. But we were brought up as part of a church community, uh, Uniting Church in Sydney. I think faith was always part of my life, a Christian faith. But when I was about 10, we moved up the Blue Mountains And that was a difficult time, changing your whole world as a kid. But also, Mm. I guess, adolescence after that is always a difficult transition too. I think even though there were lots of hard parts in those years, it was also a significant time in terms of spiritual growth and taking on the faith for myself and becoming more independent. I started going to a different church with my friends and a different youth group and, yeah, really started to own, I guess, the faith that I'd been brought up in and started praying for myself and reading the Bible. And I got involved in lots of uh, ministry after high school, leading a youth group, and I loved all of that. And I also became a midwife. I found when I was working full-time as a midwife and doing shift work that those two things, my church involvement and my work, were hard to juggle. And I actually Mm. decided pretty not long after that, that I would give up the midwifery and go to Bible college and study for three years. And I thought, honestly, that I was leaving midwifery behind me at that point, but God had other plans. I got married to my husband uh, during that time as well. And so we were we were working in church ministry and I was working as a midwife as well, just one day a week. It was really just two separate parts of my life at that stage and I hadn't considered any relationship between the two but once we went on and had our own children and I had that experience of of pregnancy and birth and becoming a mother kind of from the other side uh, that's when I really had uh, 
an extra kind of heart for women going through this big transition. And I started to think about what meaning there is in these experiences in the bigger picture. And I realized there weren't many resources around that are uh, from a Christian perspective on, on pregnancy and birth. I started to yeah, explore what the Bible had today to say. And I felt like a bigger picture of God's purposes would actually change our experiences of these things, of becoming parents and particularly pregnancy and birth itself. And, yeah, it was at that point that I started to look back and go, oh, maybe, you know, God's been weaving together these different strands of my life in in midwifery, in ministry, and now in, in being a mother myself. And I since have had a really strong sense of God's purpose uh, in writing my book, which offers that bigger picture spiritual perspective, as well as how our bodies work and all the emotional changes. And I'm excited now that my book's out there and I can kind of offer this pastoral care by distance to women and couples becoming parents for the first time, especially. What topic will we be discussing with us today? Yeah, so I'm keen to talk about that experience of transition to motherhood, particularly. And why do you reckon it's such an important topic to discuss in today's society? So the experiences of pregnancy and birth obviously aren't essential to womanhood, um, and, and many women don't go through that, and Jesus himself didn't have children. But for those who do go through these experiences, I think it's such a significant transition and a whole new stage in in life. Um, our bodies change, our brains change, our roles and relationships, and it's a it's a big period of transition in our identity as well. And I, yeah, I think we feel it in every every part of ourselves in our lives, and that can be wonderful. It can be really challenging as well. I I don't think these experiences are are talked about a lot in churches. We often speak um, about babies and are really thankful for them, but don't necessarily honour the journey that has led up to that point and the big things that that people have gone through. It is often a really hard time for people. There's all the changes. Some women struggle with a challenging relationship with their own body leading up to this. Um, and as they kind of lose control over it in a way that they might have had before, there's, yeah, the the beginning in a new role, which they've never done before. Um, some women sadly experience trauma during birth. All these things, I think, can have such a big impact then on our lives as parents. Um, the, it, these experiences really lay the foundation. God has a real purpose in these experiences and in how they teach and grow us into parenthood. And the Bible offers us a bigger picture of what we go through in pregnancy and birth. I think it reveals birth as central to God's own purposes and work in the world. Of course, there's all those wonderful stories in the Old Testament of women who couldn't have babies and then God gives them the gift of a pregnancy and and their children go on to do amazing things. And, of course, Jesus, God himself, enters into our world through human birth. But even more than that, Jesus is born to give us new birth and we see that in the gospel, in the story, the Easter story of Jesus 
painful labor to give us new birth. You know, he bears the scars of bringing forth life in that way. This kind of central work, life-giving but painful work of God can really impact the way we understand our own experiences and what we're going through ourselves as we give birth to babies, however that comes about. What has been your experience with transitioning into motherhood? So I was already a midwife before I became a mother and I loved that in many ways. Like I think our bodies, women's bodies especially, are amazing and wonderful and the way you can see all our little different systems and organs work together to be able to support new life. I still marvel at, you know, God's amazing design. But in terms of becoming a mother myself, I was somewhat hesitant. I kind of knew that it wouldn't be easy because of what I've observed in others. And and it was really hard the first time, particularly as it often is. Birth was hard and also adjusting mm. to life with a new baby was really hard. There's those experiences of loss of control and like just not being free to do what you want in the same way anymore and that whole kind of identity change even though you know people often tell you to cherish every moment but obviously that's just not the reality of new parenthood it's hard to hold that tension between it is really good and wonderful what our bodies are doing but it's also really hard and challenging and painful We can obviously do practical things to help people in that stage. But I think after going through it myself, I also had the sense of the importance of that spiritual perspective. Yeah, once I was through, you know, the baby brain receded and I kind of felt like I was regaining my brain and life again (laughs) to an extent as my kids were just a little bit older than yours, I felt really led to write this book. Having the Bible's perspective and an understanding of God as the ultimate life giver really makes a whole lot more sense of all this. That bringing forth life does come at a cost. It comes at a cost for God and it comes at a cost for us in big ways or small ways in our own pregnancies and births and parenthood but it's through the difficulties and through the pain and through the hardness of these times that God brings forth in us as well as our babies I think there's a real transformation that um, God works through these experiences to change and grow us in his image um, not just as you know as a mother or a father but in the image of Jesus as we walk in his footsteps of bearing the cost of bringing forth life. Our perspectives on what we're going through are impacted by that bigger picture. And equally, our own experiences can give us a new appreciation and a tangible way of understanding what Jesus has gone through to give us new life. So, yeah, I think it's a really unique experience of women being able to grow and birth a baby. And if you can embrace that season with God, the hardships and everything that comes with it, it would be really formational to who we become later on. Yeah, that's right. I think almost pregnancy and birth are in a way a gradual working into what it is to love another sacrificially and that experience Mm. of your body opening up for your baby and your life kind of shaping around them. And yeah, just looking at things through 
you know, four eyes now rather than just the two that we've had previously, I guess. How have you remained encouraged and inspired? We talked a lot about like, you know, the challenging times. How do you yourself remain encouraged and inspired during those hard times? I think for me, as well as probably many others, that really early parenthood time is kind of a numb one. And maybe, you know, you don't really feel encouraged or inspired because you're exhausted and you're, you know, recovering and, and you're just trying to keep on top of things. And that is is different for everyone. But I do think, yeah, we need to go easy on ourselves to an extent in that time because we can come with really high expectations of how we'll be able to get everything done as a new mother. But it's so intense and we're so exhausted. For me, I think what really got me through those early days was was the community and feeling God's mm. love through the people around me. So obviously my family or a great support and my church community as well, really significant in just holding you and praying for you um, while you feel like you just can't do much yourself. It's a vulnerable time and I think that can turn us to realise kind of how limited we are and and rely on God and, and couldn't lead us to trust more in him, a realisation that we need we need him and oh, we've just got nothing left. <laughs> Once I kind of came out of that baby stage, I, I do feel like I can really see how God was at work during that time. I've seen how God's been working in and um, preparing me for, for good works that he's prepared for me to do as well. What do you think God and the Bible has to say about motherhood? The Bible says that motherhood and having babies is wonderful and it's a blessing and that's all absolutely true but we also see in there I think though the verses from Genesis 3 spring to mind that that it's it's also painful and it's with hard work that we bring forth our children and that goes obviously beyond the pain of labor but you know through all <laughs> the ch- challenges that can be associated the, the pain doesn't take away from the goodness of these experiences and this really significant work. And yeah, it, it's hard to balance those two sides, I think. But looking through the lens of the gospel, we see that God does work through painful experiences and through loss to, to transform us and to bring new life. Jesus says in Luke 9, but in many other times as well like whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me for whoever wants to save their life will lose it but whoever loses their life for me will save it there's that shape of discipleship that it does involve loss to be made more like Jesus as we follow him and Romans 8 is probably my favorite chapter in the Bible, but verses 28 and 29, we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who've been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. I think it's easy, like our society as a whole often sees motherhood in that simplistic kind of black and white way of either wonderful and glowing and cherishing and enjoying it or or the reality of postnatal depression and the kind of the hard parts or illness or things that can go with it 
But the reality for most of us is that it's a really mixed experience and that's normal. There's, I don't know if anyone's heard of the term matrescence, it's kind of a fairly recent term which describes the transition to motherhood being a, a bit like adolescence as a, a transition and change in our bodies, in our brains, in our lives, kind of all those different parts of us. And it, it's a gradual transition and we do feel losses in that as things change but but we're also being shaped in growth and maturity and it's often through the losses that um, through the losses that we might feel in our identity or our work as we have babies that God is still bringing life through those things and Mm -hmm. and shaping us to be people who love our children and then whose love can can be spread out beyond that too. One final verse in Colossians 3, since you've taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. The transition to motherhood is one really significant time, among others, where we are renewed in knowledge in the image of God as we walk in Jesus' footsteps and and realise the cost of bringing forth life as well as how wonderful and important it is and share with God in that amazing work. I love that the cost isn't wasted. Like it's actually saying, yeah, let's not forget about these things. You're saying let's actually embrace them and use those to actually deepen our relationship with God and deepen our formation and everything around us. It is hard, but that doesn't mean it's any less good. It's, It's, yeah, how God is at work in us in that time. Before you finish, say, Jodie, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? Yeah, I thought I'd just read the personal note at the end of my book. In the early days and years, nothing is settled and we can't quite get a grasp on everything. Loving and serving our babies takes up an indecent proportion of what our body and mind has to offer. Yet in this hard work of new motherhood, we aren't just surviving or even losing ourselves, as I feared those years ago. We're sharing with God in both the cost and privilege of bringing forth life. I used to get frustrated when every article about motherhood finished by saying that every cuddle or smile from your child makes it all worthwhile. It just isn't the case that our joy and hardship always come in equal measure. Feelings are fickle creatures, but none of that is the point. Even through the aspects you find hard, God is working towards the fullness of his purposes for you. Whether my story or your story, this is ultimately God's story of bringing forth life. Rather than look too closely at every little detail, admire the big picture. It isn't always comfortable, but you are doing it. Of course, you're not doing it perfectly or by yourself or without tending to your own needs. God's grace and kindness are there for you, as is the care of those around you. God has made you the mother of your baby and is growing and shaping you into that role. My life is different as a mother, and sometimes I still have twinges for what it was before. But I now have three little people who absolutely exude life orbiting around me. God is good and life is good. We have the chance to join in this goodness with our whole selves, body, mind, heart, and spirit, and bring God glory as we do. As it says in Romans 12:1, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. 
I will link your um, new book and where to get it from down in the information below. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me along. It's been great chatting. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I don't know about you, but I always leave feeling challenged, inspired, and encouraged to continue seeking a deeper relationship with Jesus. For notifications on future episodes, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.